0: ...and target him. They'd yeah.
2: get <laughs> 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 I don't even have a joke, Dave. <laughs> Dave! Dave smells like
1: nougat! Now, here's your host, Ralph Malrose. Alright, welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. As always, we are sponsored by you, the fan, but more importantly, we are sponsored by... Uh, JLD Hot Sauces and Knives. Uh, guys, they have the best hot sauce. Their award-winning hot sauce, Brut Jolica, comes in hot, extra hot, my personal favorite, and Thai flavors. They also have Reaper Madness Special Reserve, made with the Reaper pepper from Carolina. And for the Brave, you can get the Death Shot. It has extract of 10 Reaper chilies in each one-ounce bottle. JLD Hot Sauce also has the best hand-quality Handmade knives you'll find anywhere, including ones for hunting, fishing, and cooking. Go to JLDSharpsauce.com. Use the word use the code Saints. You get ten percent off your order today. That's JLDSharpsauce.com. Do it now. It's Christmas. It's holidays. Get people hot sauce and knives. They're gonna love you for it. Uh so Dave.
0: You uh, you are... promised me a new open, didn't you?
1: I did, and it's Why an wasn't abortion. That supposed to happen? It. I did it. I was working over the weekend. My wife was in Vegas. It's a total abortion. The sound clips were recorded at the wrong speed, so uh, Dave sounded satanic and I sounded like a mouse. <laughs>
0: so.
3: uh, sounds perfect to me.
0: Yeah, it sounds like another day at the office.
3: <laughs> so I gotta.
1: I, I gotta,
0: mean, uh, Dave Dave's satanic. What's 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 off here?
1: What what what? Something. So. Uh, I gotta go back to the. I gotta go back to the drawing board on on the open. Uh, so, Dave, uh, my first question to you is: Is smashing a fire alarm going to become the new Saints fan t- tradition before the game, like eating Popeye's chicken was in 2013?
3: Are you not uh, worried that? Um... Uh, law enforcement is going to come tomorrow to arrest Sean Payton and extradite him back to Cincinnati <laughs> uh, for a trial before a jury of his peers. Um, I mean, seriously, it, it is going to kind of be interesting to see what they decide to do. Uh, obviously, he's, he's what he's going to get fined, right? He's going to get fined. Um, so, uh, but anyway, I thought that was funny. And I, I thought it was mean... funny that he, he admitted it and... Uh, I, what are you gonna do? He, 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 Sean Payton. Let let it be known, Sean Payton will go to great lengths, uh, to make sure that his team is focused uh, for the game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come I on, mean, that's what I like about my coach.
1: I mean, that 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 uh that fire alarm, day, Andrew, looked pretty fucked up. Like,
0: he- yeah, I just think it's lame that, that like the NOLA Media is the one making a big deal out of this and they're the ones yeah. outing him like yeah. it was all over nola.com and jeff duncan <laughs> the one falling on the sword here like who cares like he's gonna pay some fine like
1: yeah i mean how, make how much is, is the deal. fine for busting up a like, even the
0: national media they were asking they were asking ian rapaport about it, and he's like well you know in fairness it's like i'd probably break it too
1: yeah um I I mean it's pretty awesome. I mean maybe we could do like people in, could bust off smoke alarms in their house as a tradition to do it, and we could. I mean if the Saints keep winning, Dave don't doesn't he have to smash up the next fire alarm on the next road trip to keep to keep the momentum going?
3: I mean we kept eating Popeyes and Gatorade, didn't we?
1: <laughs> For one whole week.
3: Um. So.
1: Dave, Andrew, and me talked about it yesterday in the postgame. So I want your thoughts. I think it's, I can make a case it's the mo- the most awesome Saints game regular season win ever because they won fifty one to fourteen and they gave us jokes by smashing up the fire alarm. Like it couldn't have been more perfect of a game.
3: Mm, I don't know regular season games. I I still have a fondness for the two thousand nine Patriots game. Uh, that game was pretty awesome.
0: I mean, it's not even the best game this season. I mean, what yeah. is
3: talking about? <laughs> Getting Brady benched in the fourth quarter was pretty awesome. Uh, no, it, yep, yeah, you know, what, what do you want? It was a great game. You, you thought it was perfect, Jeff Duncan apparently didn't think it was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who...
0: can we talk about that for a second? Like, how <laughs> weird was that headline? Like, it wasn't perfect, but the Saints got it done in Cincinnati. What are you talking about? <laughs> like like They won twenty-one to fourteen. Like what? What are you looking for? Like wh- what about that performance disappointed you? That you felt like the Saints left something on the table?
3: Well, you know think... what disappointed me? Ben Watson dropping another short touchdown in the end zone. That guy's killing <laughs> I mean, me, man. That I dude mean, is killing me. They had ten drives. They scored nine times and did a kneel down.
1: I mean, they kicked field goals, I guess. I I mean, like, they gave up a touchdown on the open and drive to stay. I mean,
0: like, i mean, The the phrase, the phrase, it wasn't perfect is specifically reserved for games where you look like shit and win. (laughs) I mean, are you guys with me that like the universal understanding of it wasn't perfect, but they got the job done. It's understood that when you throw out something like that, it means the team had turnovers, penalties, or just generally kind of stunk up the joint and found a way to win.
1: Cleveland. The Cleveland game. That's how
0: how I would describe the Cleveland game.
1: Yeah, I mean, Dave, the offense was awesome, and we'll get to that in a second. But the defense... Was it – I think it's maybe their best game of the year. Cincinnati didn't have 300 yards. They didn't have a freaking third down conversion. Saints had four sacks, two turnovers. I mean, I know it's Cincinnati. I know they didn't have A.J. Green. But as far as a performance – They kind of
0: quit in the second half.
1: Yeah, but that's not – I mean, that's not my problem. But, I mean, like this – I don't think the Saints can play any better on defense than what they played uh, yesterday, Dave. Am I wrong?
3: Uh well I I, you know, I I mean the result is the result I think is about as good as you can get. I, I think yeah, defensively. That's what I mean. Yeah, I mean I think defensively as as players they could still they could play better for sure.
0: I don't know. Uh, sounds sounds to me a little bit like you guys are saying this was kind of a perfect result.
1: I mean, pretty much, uh. like, like pretty much, like if if you say if if the Saints score fifty and the defense gives up fourteen, I mean, like, I don't know what you what more you
2: want. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that. He is. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate.
1: Out of this team. Like, they're not the fucking 85 Bears, man. They're not going to shut anybody out.
3: I mean, I, I, think what, I think the key to both this week and last week, this is now the second week in a row. Uh, that the Saints have gotten a turnover right before the half um, and then turned it right around and scored a touchdown uh, and really just putting it away. And they did the same thing to the Rams last week. Yeah. Uh, they, they got, they, they was that Anzalone that had the interception last week?
0: Go ahead, uh, Go ahead Ralph. Go ahead. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> so. Um, you know I, I, th- those two, those two turnovers. I mean, th- those are crucial. I mean, that's that's what you know. A- Andrew mentioned Bengals looking like they quit in the second half, and I actually agree. There was another interception, I think, in the second half, and it looked like they weren't even like trying to go out. I think it's that was Marcus Williams' interception. Oh uh, no, that was the that was in the first um, but Apple uh, Yeah, he visual but, member uh, of the ball,
1: of the bunk gang now. <laughs>
3: So I mean, you know, but 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 the turnovers are are what is going to continue to uh keep what is probably really like a mediocre defense uh, and keep them looking uh more like a Super Bowl defense. You gotta have well, the turnovers.
1: Well, I mean I don't Saints, know that
3: the Saints are defense if they need those turnovers.
1: Yeah, I mean I but I just thought, Andrew, that after the first drive like they they got pressure on Andy Dalton, and when you get pressure on Andy Dalton, he kind of folds. Like I thought it was really good, and and Rank dude Rankins is on pace to have eight or nine sacks at defensive tackle, dude. That's like an eighty to ninety million dollar player.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Agreed.
1: So I guess he's
0: gonna get paid eventually too.
1: Yeah, he's got a couple more years. But the, the thing is, man, this. Back to this offense, your boyfriend, Dave, had just a, a magnificent screen pass touchdown, which, if you're an LSU fan, LSU couldn't run that screen the Saints ran if you gave them 100 fucking tries into, like, 2020. <laughs> they can't. Say, the Saints make the Jim Hazlitt Saints. The, the LSU makes the Jim Hazlitt Saints look like a good screen team. That's how fucking terrible LSU is at a screen.
3: But Well, he he got a lot of help on the block from uh, who was that? Pete was that Pete yeah. with the block? Yes, uh, and then obviously, though, Ingram, my BF, uh, <laughs> you know, f- took it to the house and finished it off with a nice little spinorama at the end. <laughs> it, it was, was nice. a thing of beauty, it was a it thing was... of beauty. It was uh, you, the thing uh, is...
0: your, your pillow talk, uh, that evening must have been spectacular. Oh, uh,
3: yeah, I'm, I put that one in the spank bank, angry. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: file the way in the spank bank.
1: Yeah. Um. How's that audio clip? Crazy pills? <laughs> uh, The open's not cut yet. Could add that one in. Um. <laughs> so <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get it together. Um. <laughs> so the Saints on offense. Your boyfriend. But is this? But are you going to have more Spank Bank video, Dave? Because I feel like this is, like, the firing up of the Ingram train. And we might be seeing a couple oh, two, yeah. a couple more weeks of him being the no, guy. Gonna be to, like, he's going to get a ton to, of carries and a ton of
3: yards. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be able to put together a compilation video. It's going to be awesome.
0: <laughs> Ralph, what's the name of the guy that interviews you on WWL?
3: Uh, Eric
1: Polson.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I, I saw that Eric today, uh, when, when he was introducing you, called our podcast NSF or, uh NFSW or is that right? Not Yeah. Word, you know, NSFW. Yeah. Um, he used the like, letters? Yeah, he used the letters and I'm thinking <laughs> in my head, there's no way he knows what that means. Does he know what that means? No, he he just does told not.
1: Him I would that. bet you he does not. <laughs> the funniest thing, oh, by the way, I was, I was like about. Eight or nine seconds away from being a meme on the internet because right as I finished and they cut off the the video, one of the cats jumped into my lap. And if that would have happened on live TV, I would be a, I would cease to be a person and I'd have just been a meme for all time. But that as it may, Andrew, uh, we don't have any word on Armstead's injury. Um, so that'll probably happen right after I upload the podcast. Um, but this yeah, it's this probably a good thing. This office—it's so hard to judge because Cincinnati. Cincinnati is so bad. They had the Joe Vit graphic during the game of <laughs> how bad their defense was. <laughs> Which I mean,
0: when you when when when, when you're when probably you're, unfair to Joe Vitt because it's really Spagnola's face. It is right.
1: That's true, man. Just because Joe Vit was the interim interim coach,
0: like, don't hang that on Joe Vitt. Yeah. He wasn't even coached the whole year.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that should have been should have been, it been Spags. Spagnola's ugly mug. Should have been. I mean, he needs to fall on the sword for that. I'm sorry, <laughs> but that is not on Joe Vitt
1: I love Joe Vit because Joe Vitt just during the. Bounty Gate, the trial and whatnot. Joe, uh, Jonathan Vilma's trial. Joe Vitt was in rare form, and his po- his post game uh, press conferences in 2012 were just a joy during that horrible year. Um,
0: well, but- okay, you, you know, you know what this is. This, so I, I just want to say this: this season, this is clearly the Drew Brees middle finger tour because he's never won an MVP. He's taking care of that. All this talk about Drew Brees, he's never beaten the Ravens, took care of that. He can't win in cold games. Saints are a dome team, not very good on the road. They beat the Bengals in 34-degree weather, 51-14. to 14. Um, So all these narratives now, you know, oh, well, he, you know, he, he, he gets garbage yards, and, you know, he's, he's not that good because he gets garbage yards. Well, the Saints have played ahead pretty much all season. Um, but This has been the Drew Brees middle finger. He, he's breaking his own record for completion percentage. At 39 years old, he has the highest rating of his career, better than any season ever thus far. Um, I mean, I just, <laughs> you look at this at 39 years old, right now, as it stands, there is no way you can tell me that he's not the MVP. If the here's season were the- to end, end today, period, end of story. And I I don't care that I'm biased. I, I would think that anyone in their right mind that is not a Saints fan would agree with that statement.
1: Well, here's the thing. I'm getting annoyed with the MVP conversations because, like, Aaron Schatz, a football outsiders who, by the way, has me blocked on Twitter. But I saw his really? argument. Why? To- what did you do? Here's the. Th- I don't. I was probably just caught up in an argument where I wasn't even yelling at him. Just they do auto block or whatever. But I was mad. I, I, he would, if if I hadn't have been blocked, he would have blocked me today. Because here's the thing. He said Drew Brees isn't the MVP because the defenses he has played hasn't haven't been as good as Patrick Mahomes, which is annoying oh, because Aaron Schatz used to say, well, sure, Drew Brees, his stats are great and his ratings are great, but the Saints don't win and their team DVA isn't great. So it used to be, well... Drew Brees puts up great great yard, great yard, stats, but the Saints don't win. Now it's, well, the Saints win, and they beat winning teams, but the defenses he plays are crappy. It's like they just – they don't even move the goalposts. They just start a whole different fucking argument.
0: You know? them, weren't the Ravens the number one defense in yeah, the league? Yeah,
3: the
1: Ravens are number one. Minnesota, Minnesota's taking a step back. Cincinnati's dreadful. But the Rams are good. The Rams are a good defense. I mean, I don't know – I don't know what people want. And here's the thing. Patrick Mahomes is slowing down, and his season is has gone from historically great to just really awesome. And if Patrick Mahomes has a really awesome year, and Drew Brees keeps at his pace and sets the completion percentage and the quarterback rate, like Drew Brees is winning. You're right. And Patrick Mahomes, he's Mahomes barely
0: like – in- Mahomes plays outside in Kansas City. Like it's not going to get – yeah, I mean, it's going to be tough to keep putting up those numbers as the weather gets colder.
1: Yeah, that's a different. We'll, we'll talk about that later, but in a different popular. I feel like Kansas City is primed to get lose in the playoffs because say what you want about the Saints and Kansas City, they're the same team. But if the Saints play in January, it's going to be 72 degrees and they're going to have a dome. Like Kansas City could play a playoff game against Tennessee again, and it could be five degrees and freezing rain.
0: And that Yeah, which f- neutralizes what they do best. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I wonder if Philip Rivers is a bigger threat to Drew Brees than, uh, than Mahomes at the end of the day.
3: Mm, that's a good question. Uh, Dave, the Saints— I mean, that, 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 that depends on how on how well the Chargers do. I mean, if the Chargers keep winning, then, yeah, I guess you could say that. But, you know, going back to what we've discussed in previous podcasts, you know, you, he, Philip Rivers has to be on a 11- or a 12-win team, I think.
0: yeah. And well, you also, know, I mean, looking statistically, though, this year, I mean, it's crazy. Um, there's 14 quarterbacks in the league that are above 100 rating. I don't think I've ever seen that. I mean, it's that's, that's easy, almost half a quarterback. It,
1: it's easier to play quarterback than it's ever been. Um, Dave, I thought the Saints did a fantastic gesture. During the game when they scored all the touchdowns early, that each one of them, they like Kamara and Ingram, they did the X celebration for um, yeah for Saints great and longtime Saint. He had a brilliant career with the Saints. Des Bryant, I mean, we all loved him.
2: He's yeah, I'm, been a Saint.
1: I'm, he was a Saint for forty eight <laughs> hours, and I just feel like his career, the memories that we have of it, to to treat him that special and keep his memory alive was beautiful.
3: Uh, I'm so glad you mentioned this because I had this written down. I I wanted to bring it up. Um, What's the deal with that? That's fucking weird. Isn't that weird? (laughs) Am I the only one who thinks that that's fucking weird that this team signs a guy uh, and and he's on the team for one week and all of a sudden... He was on the team for a week. He was on the team for 48 hours. Well, I I mean, whatever, but uh, and he's And he's there for such a short period of time, and he's already had such an influence on the locker room that all of the players are honoring him during the game? Uh, what the fuck is that? That is fucking weird. Is well, it not
0: weird? Mm, I mean, while well, I hear what and you're now saying. He's,
3: and now he's just going to be hanging out on the sidelines for the rest of the season because he's an employee of the Saints. And I mean, like, if, if he gets along with the team, that's great. And if he's a, a vocal veteran leader in the locker room, regardless of whether he's playing, then that's great, and I'm fine with it. But I just, just thought that was I, th- I thought that was fucking weird. I thought Well, there was he, really
0: here's weird. my thought. Um, he's 30 years old and there's a lot of young players on the Saints, especially on offense and Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. And there, once upon a time, Des Bryant was maybe the most explosive receiver in the league. And so you, know, you go back three or four years, five years, and these guys were either like freshmen in college or even high school players. And so I, I think they look up to Des. Like, I, I don't think it's that different from when Adrian Peterson came to the Saints and guys were like asking him to sign their gloves after practice or yeah. when the Saints got champ Bailey I don't know if you remember but like oh yeah I forgot about that a lot of guys on defense were were in awe and and ba- Bailey I remember him saying like the first few days he's like yeah it's kind of weird like all these guys are coming up to me like you know and I'm their teammates but you know they're asking me for autographs or pictures and stuff yeah so, I think
3: but, but did anybody did any, did any like players that.
0: Did any players
3: do on-field tributes to Bailey? Well, Bailey didn't uh, Bailey didn't get injured. He just got cut and it was training camp.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a little different in that they were at practice and it happened on the last play. And, you know, a lot of times when there's a horrific injury like that and the guy's on the ground and the whole team's huddled around and like it's, you know, I think it was just fresh on their mind because it was a horrific experience.
1: Yeah, and I think
0: when that happens, it's kind of a traumatic thing.
1: And and look. We all know that, like, I don't, I'm not a journalist and I don't have, I don't break Saints news or whatever, but I do have a couple of sauces. And they said that Dez was super excited to be on the Saints. He was, he was pumped. He was pumped about practice and all that. And I think the players just saw it. And like you said, I think it's a mix of, Young guys that looked up to him and old guys that know, man, he's thirty. He ruptured his Achilles. He was pumped to be here with us, and they just, they just felt bad for the guy, and that's why they did it. I don't, you know. I well, mean, so
3: is Brandon? Is I mean, Brandon Marshall is the same thing. Brandon Marshall's older than Dez, been playing longer well, than Dez. So Marshall is Brandon Marshall going to get the same kind of uh, love from the players
0: in the locker room
1: if, if he ruptures his Achilles and they think... carry him
3: off next Friday in practice? He might.
0: I don't think. Brandon Marshall was ever like the iconic, exciting player. Yeah. If you if you mirror their careers, like you could certainly make the argument that Marshall was as good or maybe even better. But if you talk about just like I, I just think Des Bryant...
1: Andrew, are you there?
3: He's Andrew. there, I'm sure. He's just dropped out audio yeah,
0: consistent, he was always consistently <laughs> very good. But I just I feel like Bryant was had a three year stretch where he was one of the best in the league.
3: Yeah, yeah, I totally agree, Andrew. I totally agree. <laughs> Andrew Andrew was in a dead <laughs> spot. But here's it here's
1: the thing with Brandon Marshall, Andrew and I was arguing with people on Twitter today, is they're like He's the same, and he doesn't have to prove anything to the Saints and blah, blah, blah. Dude, Brandon Marshall 30-fucking-5, and he's on his fourth team in four years. There is like a 60% chance that Brandon Marshall is not on the team December 1st. I agree. He might be washed. Where, like, I felt like Dez there's a much better chance that he wasn't going to be washed and they were going to get I, something out of him.
0: I kind of forgot what happened with him this year. He, he played for the Seahawks and then got cut? Yeah. why they cut him? Just because he sucked? I don't or... know.
1: They, Seattle, Pete Carroll's back. They they threw the ball like 18 times against the Rams. I think Pete Carroll just wants to throw the ball. I mean, run the ball every single play. It almost worked against the Rams, by the way. Um, so... Thomas Morstead was hanging out, just, I guess, reading a Kindle on the sideline, Dave. Um,
3: Yeah, they should just, I think the Saints are getting screwed here. They're paying him all this money, and he's not even doing anything. Like, they need to renegotiate and do like a, you know, pay per punt or something. Man, he'd make no money if they did a pay pay per punt. Um, I mean, this is like the second game this season where he hasn't punted,
1: right? Yeah, he's averaging two and a half punts a week. That's he's the the record for fewest punts is I think thirty four, and he's just slightly behind it, which
0: is insane. I um, mean, I love Morstead, but would it even matter if the Saints had a UDFA punter right now?
1: <laughs> no, it wouldn't, because here's the thing: like Morstead, his he used to be a kick, he used to be the kickoff dude too you know, and, yeah. and bom- bomb kickoffs, and he doesn't do that anymore, but he's still, I mean, he's still awesome, I and mean, they, they may need, they'll need him, eventually, at some, some oh,
0: point. If, the- if Breeze retires, then we'll definitely need him badly.
1: Yeah, I mean, here's a, here's a thing that I want to talk, talk about, and we, Andrew, we talked about it today a little bit, but it's interesting in that Dave, I look at this offense, and I'm not, I don't want to say it's Better than 2011 because 2011. This is right at the point in 2011 where that offense like got kickstarted. In this, they really rolled in the second half of the year. and 2000, this team is already rolling. So it's hard. It, 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 if you judge them on the, the point in the year, of course, t- 2018 is better. But I think they're the same in that I look at them and I'm like, with these rules and this personnel, like. I don't see a team stopping them. Like, they may lose, but I don't see a team stopping them. So, I guess my question is if you were a defense, if you were a defense, short of like kidnapping Breeze or intentionally injuring people, like, what's your plan
3: to stop them? Uh, Fire alarms, but that didn't work either. (laughs) Apparently, that doesn't work. Um,. I don't know, you know, I mean, I I mean, really and truly, I I think, I think at this, uh, after everything we've seen at this season with the entire league, I think that the saints are probably the best all, actually, maybe I wouldn't say that. I don't know. Uh, but they're obviously one of the better teams. My, my concern for the saints at this point is, uh, is, is themselves. I think that's their biggest enemy. Um, you know, getting, I, I'm really happy, to be honest with you, I was thinking about this morning, I'm happy that they actually lost the first game, because if we had won that first game, we'd be undefeated. We would be the only undefeated team in the league, and everybody would be talking about how we were undefeated, and we'd be getting everybody's best game, and everybody would be trying to tear us down, and it would be a big distraction, so in a way, I know it's weird, in a way, I'm, I'm kind of glad we lost that first game, uh, and took that whole undefeated thing off the table. People, but, but really I lost the tape. I still don't understand it. It's, it's I know. So weird it's, it, it, I, I know. It, it makes me. I cannot
0: wait to go into their it stadium no and kick, kick their teeth in. <laughs> <Yeah>. um,
3: <sighs> but I mean, I, really, I, I at this point, what? what that what scared the team that scares me the most for the Saints is the Saints it, it makes me nervous that they're going to get complacent or whatever or phone it in one of these weeks it's gonna happen I really do believe you know one of these weeks they're gonna you know it, it might be against Tampa Bay again to be honest with you uh, you know they're gonna take it easy because they they get comfortable and and they're gonna learn a hard, hard lesson but uh, but otherwise I mean yeah. I, I honestly I could see I don't I I don't see why they couldn't go fifteen and one at this point in the season.
1: Well, Andrew, if you were def if you were a defensive coordinator and you were playing the Saints, not that you could do it, but what would be your plan to stop them?
0: I mean, honestly, I I mean I would say you've got to hit breeze. And so I don't care and I'm not saying this like I want to teams to injure him or that someone should intentionally try to injure breeze. But I would say, listen, if if we're late on a couple hits and that causes us to get flagged, so be it. Like they're gonna get those 15 yards anyway and march down the field. But if you can rattle him a little bit and hit him a couple times and, you know, just get him off of his accuracy, because my God, I mean he's completing almost eighty percent of his passes. I mean he was in Cincinnati in thirty-four degree weather and completed 22 of 25 balls. And that's I just total, think... Michael Thomas
3: was disgusting. Right?
0: Yeah, I mean, just like, you know, and Michael Thomas is completely covered. Yeah, Well, that was Taysom Hill's ball. Oh, but, yeah, that's
3: right. That's right. Yeah. That wasn't Breeze. That's right. But, um, the old you know,
0: I, I, I just <laughs> think it's one of those things where you you have to try to do something to affect Breeze, because right now, like, he is completing almost 80% of his passes. It's like passing is just as safe for the Saints as running the ball.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, he only has the one pick. And the thing that's really crazy about that, Dave, is I was thinking about it today. He he has the one pick, but it's not like he's thrown, like, even two or three other ones where you're like, yeah, he only has one pick, but he could have four. Like, he's got the one pick, and that's all he's had. Like, he just doesn't make throws that are, like, Bouncing off of people or bad reads, and he's getting breaks. Like, he's not throwing any bad throws at all, which is mind boggling.
3: That's to, you know, the thing is, to me, that's like the most important thing to me this season as far as records are concerned. That's the one record that I really want to see Drew Brees break. Um, the record is two interceptions. Tom Brady only threw two interceptions in a single season. Uh, um, Jeez. What you, was that the year? Which, which means
1: four, four games or something?
3: No, I don't know. I think he. I'll have to look that up. What year it was? Um, let's see. Uh, but you know, obviously, so that that means that means he can't. That was 2016. So no, he played all season that year. Um, so two 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 years ago, two years ago, Tom Brady only threw two interceptions. Um, uh, you know, so obviously to break the record, that means that's it. Drew Brees. <laughs> how does one fuck up he can't throw any more interceptions that would be in- incredibly hard to do which uh, and, and w- that would just be amazing I think that would be absolutely amazing uh, to be able to do that if he ties Brady, I still think that's impressive um, but I, I also think that if he does that that that's that locks him in for MVP. I mean, you know, you play all 16 games or 15 games, maybe if you sit out the last one because you got to buy. I mean, you play 15 games and you only throw one, two interceptions. Come on. Yeah,
1: I, I mean, the
0: thing You know is... the old adage? I think—I can't remember who it was. I think it was Vince Lombardi. Um, no, it wasn't Lombardi. It was someone else. But it, there was a coach, I think it was maybe Landry, who said about passing— Three things can happen when you and throw the football. Two of them are bad. That was Bum Phillips. Two of them are bad. That was Bum Phillips. Okay, so and so basically he was talking about a sack and, and an incompletion or an incompletion. incompletion, and interception. Yep. Yeah. So really it should be three things are bad and there are four things can happen. But uh, basically it was saying that it's much safer to run the football. Well, the, the efficiency with which Brees is playing with right now, I would say that the Saints are safer throwing the football. Yeah, they've they fumbled kind of more crazy. than
3: they fumbled more than Drew's thrown interceptions. That's yes,
0: yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nuts.
3: It's crazy, and the thing
1: is, man, you know we talked to uh, we talked to Kat on on Thursday, and she said how just pissed off and surly the Bengals fans were, and man, she was right. That stadium, they turned on the Bengals fucking quick, like it was. 14 to 7, 21 to 7, and that crowd was pissed, um, which was interesting, to, maybe just to me. Um, but, Andrew, if Armstead is out for an extended period, are they going to be okay with uh, Bushrod at left
0: tackle? Um, depends on for how long. Um, I, I think they can certainly get by a game or two. Um, ultimately, I think if Armstead was out for the year for an extended period, um, then I would recommend maybe moving Ramcheck to left tackle and letting Bushrod battle it out with Michael Ola, who looked pretty good in preseason and, uh, in training camp at right tackle. So, um, that, that's a move they could make. Um, but it's interesting. I mentioned this to you today, Ralph, but, uh, Hopefully, Armstead is fine, and I certainly don't want this to happen, but it dawned on me that kind of the full-circle nature of this setup where uh, Bushrod, you know, Jamal Brown was a tackle, left tackle for the Saints in 2009 and uh, got injured and was out for the year. And at the time, Bushrod was a guy that had never really done anything, and we didn't think he was any good, and he had to step in into a situation at left tackle and ended up being the Super Bowl champion starting left tackle of the Saints um, and ended up being a good player and, you know, kind of full circle coming back to the Saints. Once again, we don't think Bushrod's maybe that good and he's washed um, and he could be coming into a situation where he replaces the injured starter and maybe, who knows, could be the starting left tackle in the Super Bowl once again. I mean, what, what a storybook way would it be for him to end his career that way?
1: Yeah, it would be. I mean, I'm rooting for the guy. And he – it's like Dave, you know, that Cincinnati had quit in the second half, so it's hard to judge. But he was okay. And, look, the Saints, man, Drew Brees gets rid of the ball so quick. They could maybe manage it. I don't know if they could manage it for the whole rest of the way. But if Armstead needs to miss two or three weeks, they could maybe manage it. Um,
0: The thing about Bushrod is, like, he – you know, he, he's had a lot of time away from the team given what was going on with him personally. So you don't know how that affects a player physically. Has he been, you know, getting his reps in? Has he been in the gym? Has he been keeping up his strength? I mean, there, so there, there's those concerns. Um, but, you know, the flip side of that is that if Bushrod doesn't have it anymore or he doesn't play well for the Saints, it's not going to be in between the years. He's a veteran he knows what to do. Yeah. Uh, he's got a high IQ. He's a very smart player. So if if he fails at left tackle for any stretch, it's not going to be because of his mental approach. It's going to be because physically he just can't do it anymore.
1: Yeah. So, um, Dave, the Saints continued their tradition of just turning any old receiver into a competent guy um what was it
3: kirkwood, was
1: it kirkwood?
3: atwood yeah. kirkwood. Silkwood. silkwood
1: whatever his name was he he caught two passes
3: <laughs> I, I never even heard of him until until yesterday <laughs> he 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 was
1: a andrew did he do anything in training camp i don't remember who uh atwood
3: or Kirkwood Kirk <laughs>
0: Kirkwood.
3: was he in training camp I don't remember yeah, ever hearing he his there. name in training
0: camp. yeah he was there he uh yeah I think he was a promising player I mean that's why he made the practice squad um you know he didn't make huge plays necessarily um he, I mean he wasn't like a star in preseason but uh, I think the Saints really like his size I mean it was pretty impressive just watching him run out there it was that's what stood out to me is he definitely looks the part physically
3: What's up with Traquan? Yeah, man, he's. MIA. I mean, like, why, like, like, why do they go to Kirkwood in that situation? Why is that not?
0: I actually like, started Traquan in one of my fantasy leagues, and that that didn't work out so well. That no, not... it did. No, I
3: mean, like, was... why, why, why aren't they going to Traquan in that situation? Why isn't he the next man up?
1: Andrew, do you have? I have no.
0: Yeah, hey, oh. I just, I don't think he's really there yet. <laughs> Yeah, you know? I mean...
1: But Kirkwood is? Apparently so.
0: I mean, Breeze is going to go to the open guy. That's the thing. Like, Breeze doesn't care who who you are or what your stature is. You know? Um, he, he's going to go to the open guy. So, you know, if there are opportunities, he, he will throw the ball to Zach Line, If that's the read.
1: Yeah. All right. So, uh, before we get to the rest of the podcast, we got to... Remind you guys to go to mybookie.com. Use this, use the promo uh, Happy25 and get twenty five extra dollars. They give you a dollar for dollar deposit if you do it after seven PM and use the the code uh, Happy25. They give you extra twenty five dollars. You bet, you win. They pay mybookie.com. They're fantastic. Uh, You can do. Exotic bets, parlays, cross sports. You can get nuts if you want. It's mybookie.com. It's fantastic. Um, All right. Before we get to the Eagles game, which has a ridiculous spread, we have lots of Twitter questions. I told people if they did a Twitter question that made us laugh, they'd get a magnet. Uh, John Oliver, who is a great patron, he always says, I never uh, read his questions, which is true. He does them early in the – early – after the game Sunday, and I forget. But, John, this week, I'm going to read it. He says, So the fire alarm goes off and is sounding inexplicably for over 10 minutes in the visitor locker room pregame, and there's no Saints whining or NFL investigation into gamesmanship. Mike Brown would do that shit. Or, meanwhile, instead of just sending a repair bill, the Bengals are calling the fucking cops. What's up with that?
3: Well, first of all, I think the, the alarm was going off of the entire stadium.
1: Oh, it wasn't just the Saints Sean locker Payton, room?
3: No, I think it was going off of the entire stadium, but Sean Payton just busted up the one in the locker room, so it wasn't loud in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, this
1: question's from Patrick Feller, and this might win a magnet for Patrick. Can anyone confirm if it was Billy Bando who pulled the fire alarm in the first place? <laughs> I mean, that's good. Billy Bando, he's getting kind of weak. It was fun. He's he's struggling. That that tru- dude, he
3: was he was he was weak last week.
1: He's weak. All right, this is from the, this is from my boy Don Tucano. Uh Dave, will we drop at least seventy on the Falcons on Thanksgiving?
3: No, no. I wish, I wish that would be nice, but uh, no.
0: Hot oh, take Boudreaux. The- Hot Take Boudreaux strongly disagrees with you, Dave.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Atlanta has <laughs> dropped Atlanta
1: dropped a 60 burger on the Saints one time, so it would only be fair to return the favor.
0: Yeah. And if and if you donate a dollar and become a patron and listen to our extra shows, you would you would know what that joke means. You exactly. would know who hot, you would know what Hot Take Boudreaux is all about.
1: Exactly. <laughs> um this Sirf this is from Surf Saints Guy. What Saturday morning cartoon would you compare the Saints season to? Ooh, I don't know. Uh
0: McPuffins. My Little Pony cuz they're always happy. <laughs> I don't know. It's all fun and games and happiness.
1: I mean, uh McPuffin <laughs> stuff? No, McPuffin stuff that wasn't a cartoon. Um I don't know. I'm not a big I'm not a big I'm not a big cartoon guy. My kid isn't My kid only watches um uh, Speedy Peppa
3: Gonzalez.
1: Pig. He he watches Speedy Gonzalez, Peppa Pig, and uh, Olivia, which is another pig show, a cartoon.
0: Well, my uh, daughter is obsessed with My Little Pony.
1: <laughs> Let's see. Does does the this is from Chef Oubre, Dave? Does Mark Ingram become the Saints' all-time leading rusher this year? Also, which signed off the street dumpster fire will the Eagles sign at cornerback with all their injured? corners.
3: Well, how many how many yards does Ingram have and what does he need? I mean, I know Deuce McAllister is the leader. Let me look that up.
0: Uh, he's uh, number 2. Uh, oh, think, oh, really? I right. think he's what what is he Ralph? It's like 300 it's like 350 or
1: I'm looking it up. I think he was 800 uh
0: I want to say he's like 400 yards away. No, 350 maybe. It
1: might be a little bit more than that because it was um
0: no, it's it's feasible, like it's manageable this year. It's but I mean, he's, he's gonna have to finish the season strong.
3: So, Deuce has six thousand and ninety-six yards.
1: No, you're right, Andrew. He is three. He is, he is basically three fifty-three, and he's like four fifty away. Four fifty away, basically.
0: Four fifty. Yeah. How many games are left? Uh, they're seven. Are what eight and one. So yeah, they have seven, seven games left.
3: He's got to get four fifty. Uh, that's
0: so. a lot of yards in seven games. I don't know. He's
3: doing it. I'm saying he's doing it.
0: It's it's gonna be close. I mean, if he stays healthy and he's playing like well, like he did this past Sunday, you know,
1: sixty five yards a game. He's doing that's it. That's not. It's not crazy. Plus,
3: playoffs? Are we including playoffs?
1: Uh, I don't think they include playoffs. I mean, the thing is, too, is Sean Payton likes to get records for players, and they play Tampa, and Tampa is dreadful, and Atlanta is dreadful. Um,
0: I mean, the thing is, like, you know they're going to – you know when they get close to records, Sean Payton pays attention to that stuff. Yeah. He, in week 17, he, like, pumps that stuff. So, like, if, if he's like needs, like, 92 yards in Week 17, Sean Payne will give him the ball every play.
1: <laughs> and I want him to – I want him to, the Drew the Drew – granted, it won't be as big a deal as the Drew Brees record, but it'll be a big deal for us. I mean, the Saints – Mark Ingram being the Saints career – career rusher leader after his slow start to his career and people kind of hating him, I mean – I like it, you know? And he he doesn't get as much love as other but the second question, Andrew, Philadelphia, they're out of corners.
0: Yeah, I saw Ronald Darby uh towards ACL and uh that is bad, bad news when you're going into the Superdome up against the Saints. Um so you know, once again, I mean AJ Green being out this past week, I thought it was a huge blow. Uh this this is equally bad for a team going up against the Saints.
1: All right. Um before I mean I get, feel like
0: Carson went any, anything short of him playing out of his freaking mind they have no chance.
1: He, and he even playing out of his mind, they might not do it. They're they're just not, yeah. as, not as, they're injured. They just lost they're, to
3: the Cowboys. I'm not really worried.
1: Yeah, they I mean they're injured and we'll get we'll get to them in a second, but um I want to say um to everyone that the saints happy hour is sponsored by uh jld hot sauces and knives guys they have the best hot sauce their award-winning hot sauce Bucholika comes in hot extra hot my personal favorite and thai flavors go to jldsharpsauce.com and use the code saints and get 10 percent off your order today that's jldsharpsauce.com that I is- actually
0: i actually just ordered a bottle
1: it's fantastic. It's really good. It's
0: so, it like, really is delicious.
1: Once you go to this hot sauce, you aren't going to be able to go to your supermarket and the aisle and be like, oh, I'm going to get this, or I'm going to get that. No, no, no. You're going to need your JLD hot sauce. It's really good. So, um, my hot take of the week is simply this. I think that the Green Bay Packers are going to fire Mike McCarthy, and they are going to hire Pete Carmichael to be their next head coach. That is my hot take, crazy take of the week.
3: I agree uh, with half of that, maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, I got to throw it out. So, all right. Saints hosting the Eagles. three. What is it? 3.30 Sunday, Dave. Uh, the Saints. 3.25. 325. The Saints are a seven-point favorite. Vegas has reinstituted the Saints' Superdome tax from 2011, where they are like (laughs) the Saints win and destroy teams so much at home that we are tired of losing money on all you people betting on the Saints. So the lines are going to get increasingly more ridiculous. That line was very surprising to me. Seven points is a, I mean, I know they're four and five, they but seven points—that's a lot of fucking points.
3: Well, I mean, like I said, the Eagles just lost last night to the Cowboys, and I don't <laughs> think the Cowboys are anything special. Um, I mean, this Eagles team—they—they—they they are not the same team they were last year when they won won the Super Bowl. Um, uh, what
0: makes you
1: say
3: that? <laughs> um you know and as andrew mentioned obviously they just lost their key cornerback um saints are in the dome uh i i know they have a better record on the road only because they lost that first game to the buccaneers but i don't see the saints losing another game in the superdome and i also don't see the saints losing on prime time so uh i know this game is in prime time but i uh I, I think uh Vegas knows what's up. I, I I think the Saints are gonna easily win this one. Um It's funny that I it's funny that I was more worried about the Bengals than I was about the Eagles game. <laughs> last last week I was like, I don't know about this. Um this week I'm like, yeah, screw it. <laughs> uh so yeah, I'm I'm gonna uh I'm gonna say Saints uh God, it's hard, it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to say that the Saints aren't going to score any less than thirty-five points. So I'm going to say Saints thirty-eight, and uh, I'm going to say uh, Eagles twenty.
1: Ooh, that's a blowout. Who's the MVP?
3: Uh, the <laughs> the MVP is going to be. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, you know, this is lame, but it's probably gonna be it's probably accurate. I'm gonna go with Mike Thomas.
1: <laughs> Man, for Mike Thomas, he's gonna have to have to do that. He'll have to have a monster game if he just catches like yards. six for one ten. We'll be like, eh, whatever.
3: No, no, two
0: hundred yards.
2: <sighs>
0: uh, I. Yeah, I don't like this matchup. I don't like uh, – it makes me nervous. Um, I just think the one thing the Saints don't do well is cover. And Carson Wentz, I mean, his stats are pretty good. He's he's one of the cover,
3: – Cover receivers or cover the spread?
0: Receivers. Oh, okay. Um, Carson Wentz is one of the quarterbacks, one of the 14 quarterbacks that's over 100 in rating this year. But – Uh, You've got Zach Ertz, who's a very good tight end. I mean, Nelson Aguilar break every
1: tight end record. By the way, yeah,
0: Nelson Aguilar is very good. Alshon Jeffrey, and then they just acquired Golden Tate. Um, And you know, the one thing Dave mentioned about Golden Tate is is that he uh, noted Saints killer. By the way, noted Um, he might
1: be he might be one of the great Saints killers that isn't in their division.
0: Yeah, yep. And so, you know, Dave says, well, they just lost the Cowboys, but that was Tate's first game. He's not really acclimated to the offense, so now he's got a week. I just think the Eagles are a team right now who they're really banged up at running back, and so they're not even going to try to run the ball. They're just going to throw every play, and they've got the receiving core to expose the Saints. So I think this is going to be a shootout, and it's going to come down to who – makes a turnover. And I I just think the saints have been so careful with the ball and and so efficient that I I just, don't think it's sustainable. So I actually think this is going to be an upset and the saints, you know, and the saints are still going to be okay. You know, I'm still thinking 13 and three, but um, I think this is a game. They're going to drop. I'm going to say the Eagles win 37, 31 Uh, breeze. will throw a pick. Maybe there'll be a fumble. Uh, and Lame. that will be the difference. Um, but uh, I think after the game, we're going to be ready to burn PJ Williams and Eli Apple <laughs> to the ground.
1: <laughs> yeah, no I mean, here's here's the thing too.
0: I can't I'm, pick them to win every week, Dave. No, you Lame.
1: can't. And here's the thing: is I mean, I know the Eagles are banged up. They're the Eagles are sixth in defense. At 20 they're points.
0: also desperate. They're they dude that like their season is on the line. They, here. This is a the Super Bowl the, champ, and the they're Eagles, desperate for a win.
1: The Eagles play at the Saints and at the Rams, and then the rest of their schedule. They have got to split those games, and that will put them, if they split those games, that'll put them at 5 and 6, and then they can maybe go 4 and 1 in the other ones and get to 9 and 7, and that pro- that can maybe win the East. Um, to me, they are fucking desperate and I, I want to keep the Saints yeah. I want to pick the Saints cuz I want to keep the momentum going. But I'm with Andrew. I think this is going to be I think this is going to be an exact replay of the Atlanta game to a certain extent where it's just going to be no defense whatsoever and the Saints are going to make not even a mistake really. I just think the Saints are going to have a couple of times in the red zone where they don't score, and I'm going to say Eagles 38, Saints 34, and it'll end because the Eagles go down and drive and score a touchdown to win, and, and uh, the Saints are trying to hold on to force a field goal, and they can't do it. Uh, and my goat of the game is going to be uh, Von Bell, just because it's – TJ Williams and other names are are too obvious. So I'm going to go Vaughn Bell is going to get Vaughan torched to get uh torched by, Ernst by, by Ernst multiple times. All right. <laughs> all
3: all you listeners out there, you remember these predictions. Well, here's these.
1: I mean they can't, we can we can they're not the the Saints they're not going 18 and 1. <laughs> in spite of what we say on message board Wednesday.
0: Oh, I don't know. I don't know
3: about 18
0: and 1, but they they could go 15 and 1. What you're saying, they're going to go 15 and one, and then lose in the playoffs? Oh, possible, possible. Oh. That'd be worse. That would be worse. Yeah. I mean, but, I, yeah. I mean, I, I just I think they're, they're going to go Uranus. 13 and three. They're going to drop a couple games, and I mean, this Eagles team, I don't like the way the Saints match up with their offense, and I just don't. I, I think at four and five, if this this is a Super Bowl champion team, if they don't show a pulse and give the saints. I, I just think they're going to give the saints everything they got. Cause they're desperate. The saints yeah. just don't need this one as bad. They just don't. Yeah. And, it just, and, it just... and I think the saints could be maybe, you know, I'm not saying that they're not caring about this game, but you know, the Thanksgiving game at home against Atlanta, you know, they may be looking ahead a little bit to that, you know,
1: and The thing is, the Saints haven't had a clunker game since Cleveland. That's a long time to just play fucking awesome. I mean, look at New England, right? And I think the Saints are better than New England. I think New England has uh, issues on offense that are hidden because they play in such a shitty division. But they went to Tennessee, and, and I know it's a road game or whatever, but they got their ass handed to them. I just think the Saints... They're due for one of these games where they're just, like, not firing on perfect efficiency on offense. Um, You know, and it could be this week. Uh, I think it will be, but we'll see. Uh, Oh, and by the way, Andrew mentioned it before, but donate. uh, You can get a shirt. You can get uh, a magnet. You can get host Drunk History. You can be... uh, you have your own mini podcast. Uh, we have many different donation levels. Uh, Dave, I'm about to send you a list of – we have six uh, seven people that have qualified to get a shirt. They will be getting a Saints Happy Hour shirt. It is a sweet T-shirt. So, guys, be on the lookout for that. We'll get getting that shipped out in the next week or so. Uh, so do it. It's awesome.
0: And- oh, I do, I, I do have one more podcast question. Does Brandon Marshall catch a pass this weekend? No, Dave, Dave. no, no, no. I'm, I'm going to say, say two, two catches for 27 yards.
1: That's pretty good. Yeah. I'm going to say. I'm I, I will s- I will
0: be at this game and the Saints are seven and oh when I wear the podcast shirt. So I will be wearing the podcast shirt to the game. Represent. I'm hoping I'm hoping some fans see my shirt and recognize it.
2: <laughs> mm.
1: I will not be in attendance because they changed the game to 3 o'clock. But I will be attending at the Thanksgiving Day game. Me and my wife will be going. Uh, My my wife. It will be fantastic. Uh, Thanks to everybody. Uh, Until next week, the bar is closed.
0: I like how you got that my wife there in at the end. nice, Nice job.